The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at CARM.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome to the show. It's me, Matt Slick. Listen to Matt Slick Live. We are having a bit of a problem on the online stuff, but we'll get... Uh, you know, online you know, from my end and uh, we'll try and get to work on it here a little bit but uh, just letting you know so uh, if you want to give me a call as usual all you got to do is dial 877 I want to hear from you give me a call it is easy to do and hopefully uh, everything will go fine you can do that all right so we got this we got that and uh, yeah all of a sudden my um Boy, everything is just not working. It is really strange. So I don't know why, but that's okay. We'll just have to figure it out. All right. Hey, I hope you're all having a good day. And um, so we got uh, stuff to talk about, and uh, we've got emails. So if you want, you can email me at info at carm.org, info at carm.org. And uh, if you have a comment or a question, just put in there, um, comment or question, you know, just uh, radio comment or radio question, and you can um, you can uh, contact me that way. All right, all right. So there you go. May the Lord bless you. And uh, hey, I think I'm getting this thing figured out here on what's happening with the the camera thing. Not sure because I had to uninstall it, install it, and we'll see if it works now. I don't know. All right, may the Lord bless this whole effort. Man, I'm going to tell you, sometimes it just takes a lot of work to get things to go, and that's what it is. So, everything looks like it might work. We'll see what happens, see if it kicks in or not. I'll do some troubleshooting later. Good thing I'm an ex-computer tech. I can figure things out, but nevertheless. All right, so, um, if you're new to the show, I'm a Christian apologist, and I defend the Christian faith. So, hopefully, uh, you'll be able to... um, if you want, you can give me a call. We can talk about uh, whatever you want to talk about. We can talk about Christianity, mu- Muslims, Islam. In fact, that reminds me. I watched a series. I watched my wife and I watched this series on Netflix on the FLDS, the Fundamentalist Church Latter Day Saints. Wow, I, I'd known about it. In fact, I, I actually used to know a guy. I lost contact with him, but I used to know a guy who was in that group, and he left, and he was telling me a lot of stuff about it. And I watched this, my wife and I watched this documentary, and it was so interesting that uh, after the first one, the first one was, was interesting, but after that it got really interesting, and we watched four of them, three of them last night, <laughs> and uh, because uh, my wife's, you know, she goes to bed early before I do, and she couldn't handle, um, so, you, know, you know, she can't say it bad like, like I can. And so anyway... Uh, <laughs> So this thing, even she stayed up and we watched. It was really good. It was really good. So I would, if you are interested, and you can go to Netflix or not, but uh, you can go check it out. And uh, oh, that is so interesting why that's having trouble. Just having trouble with the video feed. I don't know why, but we'll, I'll work on it. So there you go. And uh, I want to hear from you. Give me a call, 877-207-2276. And uh, I think we can visit some of the emails and do some of the questions with uh, with radio questions and comments. We have a lot. 
So sometimes I get to them, sometimes I don't. Now, I'm going to tell you, the radio kind of slows down at the end of the year, uh, callers, that is, because people are out doing stuff, and that's fine. So, uh, you know, that's just what it is. All right, let's just jump on the air here, or excuse me, get on the emails. My question is, why are you so negative towards social? Oh, I tried already did that one. When Jesus said so many things aligned with socialism, see that that kind of statement. I, I did address this on on politics and stuff. I did it last week, but it really irks me that people they're just being brainwashed into socialism. It's a dangerous and no good system, and so. Uh, Christianity does not teach socialism. It's not what it was. It's not what it is. Uh, it, it's really bad. So, anyway, there's that. Um, so, what I want you to do, if you want, give me a call, 877-207-2276. All right. And uh, I'll get rid of that email and go to the next one. And this one says, if the Jews hate Christ, how, why would they be considered God's chosen people? Because God is covenantal. Now, this is a, an important thing to talk about because covenantalism deals with a contractual agreement or, or a contractual arrangement. And different covenants have different stipulations. There are covenants that are broken upon death. For example, my wife and I, when one of us dies, the other one is no longer married because that's the till death do you part covenant. And there are covenants that uh, don't end. Like, for example, God promises to do certain things uh, in the intertrinitarian covenant, and so it cannot be broken. So if God has uh, chosen the people of Israel as a nation, he can choose that and not revoke the covenant. Uh, even though they broke the covenant requirements, God has the opportunity to abandon, the, depending on the rules of the covenant, depend uh, abandon it or continue with it and so he continues with it and that's why uh, they're still considered God's chosen people and let's see Tom says yes sir I've been listening to the radio program for years as a former United Methodist and son of a United Methodist minister I have uh, left the denomination because of the changes that are taking place I was wondering if you had any recommendations on finding a new church or denomination it's very disheartening to be in a position because uh, in this position the denomination was all he had known thank you for your time yeah what will happen is Charlie here in a little bit will put the link in because uh, I always forget it uh, where it is um, in the private he'll put it in there on th there's a there is a uh, website that ha John MacArthur's website and information has the link for where to go in order to uh, look for a good church but I do have recommendations for the basics of finding a good church and the basics would be uh, look at the statement of faith and look at the staff you can learn a great deal by those two the first thing I do is go to the staff because if the staff has any women pastors, any women elders, then immediately I just dismiss the, 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 the church as being a bad one, just that fast. So that's one option. And uh, in the statement of faith, you want to look for a good statement of faith. Sometimes what will happen, though, is a statement of faith will be, let's just say, mamby-pamby-ish. They won't really get too far into doctrine and that bothers me because you should be very specific in what it is you affirm and deny.
and so a lot of churches don't really like the idea of doctrine and so they they don't want to have a very deep very precise statement of faith well that generally speaking reflects the preaching style where they don't get very deep into theology not that everything has to be theological but theology is just simply the study of God's word and the study of God and what he has said and he's taught all kinds of things uh, in the word you know predestination election atonement propitiation justification sanctification covenant uh, he's taught about marriage uh, specifics child rearing wisdom prophecy history recommendations and things like this that are all in there and so um, I think uh, that people need to understand that that aspect of, of biblical preaching is necessary because uh, the Bible is a, a theological book and then what happens is uh, when people preach it instead of uh, stone skipping you know skipping stones you know skipping stone theology which is just uh, skimming the surface of something and, and that's it and uh, I find that to be uh, very problematic and here's the thing is I've been in churches and I talked about it yesterday I've been in a lot of churches where where uh, a, a, a mediocre theologically deep at best a sermon is preached and the people are they are enjoying it and I think it's because they don't know the depth of God's word because they're not tep uh, they've not been taught the depth of God's word and the the wonder of his word and the interrelatedness and the precision of so many topics interrelated that uh, they're, they're just accustomed to pablum uh, to milk and I think it's it's a problem because the Bible instructs us to leave the elementary principles and go on to meat and so that's what we're obligated to do to learn these deeper things and here's another thing why is it then in in and through the the preaching why is it that people are not motivated to go out and preach and teach uh, evangelize do whatever and that's a problem too I can't help but wonder if there are pastors out there whose preaching they measure not by the fidelity to the word but by the size of the congregation and uh, that's just a, a question I ask myself about different churches because I'll go to a, a church that might be significantly large check it out and the preaching is often shallow and uh, then you know are they equipping the Christians for the work of ministry for the encouraging of them to go and be evangelists uh, to whatever degree and level they're at in their station of life and I don't see that occurring I don't I don't see it and so I don't hear it uh, so I'm really thinking there's something going on something wrong uh, and uh, I don't know how to deal with that but that's just what it is that is what it is and it's a problem so uh, there's that and um, uh, any rate so anyway if you want to give me a call 877-207-2276 I want to hear from you give me a call and we can get to your comment or question so uh, let's see let's go to another comment or question uh, let's see, delete that one uh, I've had a lot of personal experiences which I will share and I was hoping to get a Christian perspective on when I was younger my mom and I saw this spirit or ghost if you will that would wander uh, our apartment we asked some others who lived there they all, and they all saw the same thing hmm. they also said it was this girl who committed suicide one year before and when we looked at a picture of the girl who committed suicide they looked identical to the ghost 
I've also had other experiences uh, where I left clothes out for my kids and they completely vanished. Uh, I tried thinking of every logical reason as to why I can't find them and they all failed uh, to explain why they were gone. I even asked for help from others to find a reasonable and logical reason as to why I couldn't find them. It's been six months and I still haven't found them. Some people I, I've asked told me that uh, it was fairies or gnomes and I just needed to make them uh, a snack and have a peace offering. Oh, okay. Uh, others said I say I say a prayer to Saint Anthony. Uh, I've also read some other people's experiences and seems convincing that this is paranormal activity out there. I need some help reconciling with my faith. Leo. Leo, if you're listening, we need to talk and you can give me a call and uh, at the office we can figure something out. Um, but what I, what I want to do is go through this email bit by bit and talk about uh, talk about what, what's going on there because there are some factors and we get the uh, break coming up in a couple of minutes or a minute and a half or something like that so I'm stalling a little bit to see if we can get into that but what I'll do is uh, is get into uh, discussing this I think a lot of people need to hear about this kind of a thing and what it means what the because there are several factors. Anyway, let me get into it. All right. So, um, let's see. Oh, well, there we go. Just doing, trying to do this again. I, I don't know why my computer isn't uh, allowing certain things. There's a break that works out just fine. All right. So, what I'll do is I'll be right back after these messages, folks. So, please stay tuned and uh, we'll be right back. Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. I'm glad you're listening. And I uh, finally got the feed working on some camera issues. I had to do it well. I got a fast computer, and it really paid off because uh, I rebooted it during the break. All right, so what I want to do is get to some of the... the, uh, the uh, I'm going to review this, this issue uh, of the the paranormal that's going on and talk about this because it's really good email it really is a good email we need to talk about it so a lot of uh, experiences okay when I was younger uh, mom saw she and the mom saw a spirit a ghost now what is it in first Samuel 28 there was an occurrence where um, Saul was uh, Samuel was allowed to come back and be visible and talk to Saul and so that happened it doesn't mean that it's normative but it, there is an instance of this which means consciousness after death so here's something we got to think about is that um, demonic forces are extremely bright they are quite effective at, um, at deception and so we have to be aware of is the issue of of deceiving a person can be done by by uh, spiritual forces who can mimic they're called familiar spirits they can mim mimic uh, Aunt Martha uh, Uncle Joe who passed on and because of the demonic forces and stuff like that they often know things that we wouldn't know 
and they will know things that only the other person would know where objects are where you know a bank account is you know various things you can really impress people and so therefore uh, they will conclude that this this is really so and so and that's contacting them but it could be a demonic force all right now that's a factor that needs to be examined all right because there are demonic forces out there there are spiritual forces so the question then becomes what are they are they good or bad and you have to ask that question because bad ones can imitate what is uh, is good and sound like it's good all right so this uh, so people said that it was a girl committed suicide one year before and when uh, we looked at the picture it was it was identical to the ghost so what I would say is that as the Bible teaches that when you die you go to be with the Lord second uh, Corinthians 5 8 uh, Philippians 1 21 19 through 21 um, or you go to the bad place and you go to Romans, excuse me, Luke 16, 19 through 31, that talks about that, Lazarus and the rich man. So what I conclude ghosts are not the actual individuals that passed on, but uh, demonic manifestations. When they come around the house, they do stuff like that. So uh, that's the rule I'll go by, and it's a rule of thumb and there could be derivations and exceptions, but I'm not going to get into that right now, of possibilities, but this is the rule of thumb I go by, go by. I think others should do the same thing. Because if a girl did commit suicide in a certain context, in that, that place, and then a demonic force knows that, it could be that um, uh, it's just imitating. Now, some people say, well, how do you know it isn't really the girl? Well, because the Bible tells us that they go be with the Lord or they go to the other place, and that there's no, you don't come back. So that's the issue. That's why I say that. And um, the person said, I've also had other experiences where I left clothes out for her, the kids and they, they vanished. Okay. So having done a little bit of research on this over the years, um, I can tell you that uh, sometimes, how do you put this? There apparently is a connection between young children and some of this activity. Sometimes they're called poltergeists. They are... Uh, they are what the heck how come that's not working well that's weird uh, hmm, okay that's really strange huh that's really weird I'll get out of it and come back in alright so a poltergeist is one of the words that is used to describe certain um, activities that happen around uh, largely around children or a home where children are there and objects move things disappear uh, I don't know why it is the case but it seems to be the case that um, it happens with kids around so I don't know you know I'm not sure what to tell you uh, but that's what it seems to be sometimes so uh, that's why if I was talking to the person I'd say how old are your kids and you know as they get older how does the phenomena uh, die down and I don't know what the connection is but this is some of the research I found that there's a commonality there so some people got theories about it but I don't really know so he said try thinking of a very logical reason and can't find any well it's certainly possible that someone took the clothes it's per possible that the woman uh, or Leo, I guess it's the guy, uh, took the clothes and doesn't remember. I mean, these are just possibilities, but uh, generally speaking, the person would know they've done stuff like that. So uh, is it a demonic force? Uh, it certainly is possible that something like that has happened. You know, 
people all over the world have stories of things just disappearing and I mean inexplicably I've I've got one too of an object that disappeared within 20 seconds of me putting it someplace and it was gone I've never found it and I was working on a car and I still remember this to this day I once have been 19 or 20 or 21 I don't know 22 and uh I was on my back working underneath my my car and I was doing something with the uh, the clutch and so I put a 9 16 uh, short uh, shallow socket head down on the cement right next to me and I specifically remember setting it to a, such a place that I would see it was easy reach and it was not on its side so it wasn't going to roll there was no animals there was no people out there it was nothing it was just me I put that thing down and uh, I, I, I did a double wrench and I broke something loose and then it came back to it and it was gone. And uh, it's, it's a minor thing, but I, I got out from beneath that car and looked everywhere. And it, it was nobody there. There was no animals there. And I went even, even went to the house. And uh, I was working at my mom and dad's house. I had a big driveway. And I said, Mom, did, did you come out and take this? She goes, what are you talking about? And it just disappeared. So I always thought that a good Star Trek episode would be that they go through some dimension warp. You know, they're, they're going through this one dimension, things aren't right there, and people are recognizing, there's my old socks that I lost. You know, there's this. They all go to another dimension, all these objects. And I thought it'd be kind of funny. So, anyway, uh, I still remember it. I could still see, as I'm talking about, I could still see that socket and how shiny it was and the chrome and the light on it. And uh, there it was sitting there. And then I just, you know, broke a, a bolt loose, came back to change the side on something. And it was gone, and I'd never found it. And so, and then some people they lose their sanity and never find that either. But that's kind of really common. So, at any rate, uh, to get back to the more serious uh, aspect of things, yeah, this is common. People uh, experience these things. They experience presence of of figures. My mom, uh, before she passed away, she had um, in hospice, and she she was there for a few days, and then you know she had her condition was so bad she was going. And uh, my dad was there one night uh, shortly before she passed and um, said that she said to him, who's that man standing next to you? And uh, he looked and there was nobody there. And she said, what man? And she said, I can see him standing next to you. And, uh, you know, when people uh, are near end of life, uh, these kind of stories are kind of common. So what's going on? Are they imagining something? Well, you know, possibly. Are they seeing something? possibly what it is i don't know can't tell you what all things are in those situations but there you go hey look we'll be right back folks after these messages please stay tuned and we'll get to the callers be right back please stay tuned Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, well, welcome back to the show. If you want to give me a call, we have uh, an open line, 877-207-2276, or from Raleigh, North Carolina. Welcome. You're on the air. Hey, hey Matt. First of all, I want to tell you, all of your staff, um, God bless you. Hope you have a great Christmas and a great holiday season. Um and just two quick questions. What's your feeling or what's your maybe possible past experience with Dr. Charles Stanley or 
uh, Dr. J. Byrne McGee. Did you ever meet him or have <laughs> I don't know, Dr. Dr. McGee you probably didn't, but no. any you know, correspondence or any what's your feeling about no. them? There's, I love I love listening to them like I love listening to you and I just wanted your input. Well, they both uh, are, are good, uh, and I, I would have no problem with them. I didn't, don't know of anything of either one of those that's problematic. Now, I might have some disagreements on a few things, minor things, but so what? Uh, Jay Vernon McGee, I used to listen to a lot back in Southern California. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's a great guy. And there were some things I'm like, nah, I don't agree with that. But, you know, it's a kind of thing like pre-trib rapture, post-trib rapture, you agree, don't, you know, stuff like that. But uh, he was a great yeah. teacher, and Charles Stanley, I've heard, is very good, too. I, I'm wary of his son. Uh, but other than that, those, uh, those two are good guys. I agree with you about his son. It's not, he's totally opposite. So I'm, I'm almost yeah. like he's totally opposite what his father was. But, yeah. okay, well, I've, I've been wanting to ask you that for a long time, but I thought that's kind of really big, important questions, more important things about the Lord and things. But I just kind of wanted to, you know, get your feeling on that. And yeah, I just want to tell you, too, man, I'm so grateful to the Lord that he gives you this show to to talk to us to minister to us i mean it's it's truly a blessing i i listen to you every day i possibly can and i listen to you online you know repeats and just i just really thoroughly enjoy your show and i wish you and your wife nothing but the best and i'll we'll continue thank my you. wife and i will continue to pray for for you and your family well thank you i really appreciate that i really do thank you absolutely okay. god bless uh-huh. you matt you take care you too, man. God bless. All right. And that does remind me, I'm going to just put a word out. I'm going to ask that uh, listeners would pray for my wife. Um, you know, I keep, not keep, but occasionally I'll mention her. And uh, she is really struggling with a lot of pain. And uh, so if you would just, you know, remember in her prayers, uh, Mrs. Slick, you know, and uh, that God would heal her. She has some serious issues. We had to go to a pain doctor today and Stuff like that. We'll get into too many details. I, otherwise, she'd give me an arm hit, which I like, but she can't even do arm hits anymore because uh, it would hurt her. So it's unfortunate, but that's, that's just, you know, lift things up. All right, let's get to Nathan from California. Nathan, welcome. You are on the air. Hey, how are you, Matt? It's been All a while. Right. Yeah. Um, if you have, remember me, you remember your voice. You always. Mm-hmm. You always put, yeah, my voice is bad because of my apple. It's all right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I have to say that uh, my question first, first I'd like to say that um, I hope you have a great new year and Thanksgiving and everything you have. And I pray for your wife, too. Thanks. I hope pray that she gets better. Be yeah. perfect, my friend. Yeah, um, she's, uh, yeah, she's suffering. Yeah, I appreciate I that. know what it is. And believe me, uh, I would tell you more, but I know I'm like you That's always right. say, tell me. Um, I'd like to know about um, the word which. Is it correct to say which for little kids? Is it too? To um, like tell them, I when she, when my daughter really says which I go, don't say that, please, please don't say that. You know, because I've read about them and um, the black witch, white witch from the 
cults and with people that become witches, you know. That's mm-hmm. what I well, know as the witch so you, is. You want to know if it's okay to use the word to say witch just to, to use it? Yeah, for my yeah, it's okay. Let's just say for my daughter to play with it. Um, it's a good, you know, a witch, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. Um, it's okay to say the word. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I understand. It's okay, you know, but um, to use it in a way, you know, just to always like it, to like being a witch, you know, something well, that I'm witches, against. Yeah, being a witch is, is very bad. It's demonic. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. And so uh, we need to be aware of what witchcraft is and its dangers that are associated with it. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, but, because um, if, if you mind, um, I'm reading here um, the the Wicca or the Wicca. Wicca. I don't know. Wicca. Yeah. Yeah, Wicca. But yeah, they're called the white, white, white yeah, witch a, and black witch. Yeah, it's a form of witchcraft. And, yes depending on how you want to define yeah. witchcraft. But see, witchcraft is basically uh, people or the practice of of using uh, words, formulas, incantations, potions, uh, seances, uh, ceremonies in order to contact and influence the spiritual realm for a desire that you have. That's witchcraft. And so it can, it's a broad definition here. And so Wicca would fall underneath that. And so would some of the yeah, Christian Wicca, positive Wicca confession worse, stuff. Yeah. 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 And so it's, it's alive and well. And, uh, witchcraft is growing. And there's, uh, tens of terribly, millions of people involved. There are tens terribly, of millions of people. Terribly. Terribly. I but I, I just wanted to know if, if it would be okay for my daughter to say um, or watch um, witch cartoons, you know. I'm against it. I I don't let her. She's 10. I wouldn't let her watch it. Are you kidding? No way. I wouldn't let her. You wouldn't let her watch it, would you? Heck no. I would not let my children watch anything with witchcraft in it. Nope. We stopped them Thank from watching you. Sesame Street when they started teach when Sesame Street started teaching about how to get <laughs> angry. No, I'm serious. They were they were getting angry and, and throwing things. It's okay to you know get angry and like what? And uh, we said that's enough of that. And so uh, you know forget it. The witchcraft stuff was not allowed on our TVs. Nope. Seances, the witchcraft stuff. They're, they're designed to get to the kids and make it just so it's acceptable and and entertainment. And it's a it's it's very bad. So, when Harry Potter stuff came out, and people wanted to watch Harry Potter, and our kids were of the age where they could watch that, and my wife and I just said nope. Um, and then our oldest daughter, who read her first novel at four, she uh, she very politely said, "Dad, can I read a, a Harry Potter novel?" And I said, "Tell you what, I'll do it. Let me read it first. And so I did. And I said, yeah, go ahead, because she was, uh, you know, very intelligent and uh, could discern good from bad. You know, she, it was not a problem. She just enjoyed it. She's a voracious reader. So, but the other ones, no, you know, it just depends on the child, too. And so you're going to be very, very careful, okay? 
Yeah, much older than Noah, which is, if I have to say that, because she doesn't know um, the complete Bible or anything, uh, if you know what I mean, at 10 years old. And um, I, I cannot stand just hearing the name witch um, because okay. of what I studied of the occult and stuff like that. Yeah. I always pray before I do that but um Good. to me it's it's terrible and also cartoons that we have oh yeah. it's got a witchcraft he's got some something he's got a witch some a witchcraft thing um is that okay even to watch witchcraft i thought you said the word a game cartoon no no a cartoon oh. That, I, uh, that, I, um, I I would not, that, and this is, people are, they can do what they want, but I, I did not let my, yeah, I agree, we would yeah, not let our kids watch witchcraft cartoons and things like that. Okay, so. Not, well, they're, they're, they're just regular cartoons like, um, I don't know, Pink I know. Panther, I don't know, I don't even know what Pink Panther is about, but I watch it because it makes a noise, mm-hmm. you know, I let her watch it because it makes, it's funny. Yeah. Well, the old the old stuff is is uh, you know was good, uh, so to speak. Yeah. But the new stuff is full of witchcraft, the occult, homosexual stuff. Uh, it's get just brainwashing the children. And uh, exactly, with, as and the thing of the Smurfs, like they make witches things and stuff like that. And I can't stand. I can't stand it. Right, and I don't let her watch. I don't let her watch it. I believe it's okay, the name witch because I can't. And I well, can't. There's a break. Why. We gotta, we gotta get going. So there's a break. But uh, okay, hopefully that'll help you. All right, buddy. Well, there we go, man. All right. Well, God bless. And folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Please stay tuned. Be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. If you want to give me a call, we have, uh, let's see, two open lines, 877-207-2276. Troy from Connecticut. Welcome. You are on the air. Hey, how you doing, Matt? So doing all I'm right, man. Today, calling about second Corinthians. Uh, 618, where it mentioned okay. that I'll be a father, and I know the thought is a definite article, so why would the A be in front of the father? Why would what? Why should it be a definite, the word, the letter A in, in Second yeah. Corinthians 618? What about it? Why was the indefinite article there? A, I would be a father. Would that be considered more than one father's? No, it's just uh, it's the accusative, direct object. So uh, I'll be a father. It, and what Paul is doing is is uh, altering something out of Second Samuel seven, uh, which is a reference when God was talking. He's talking about familial relation, that our family relationship with God is a way to look at it. He's going to be a father to us, because the word "you" in there is plural, and and then he alters the text, and you shall be sons and daughters to me. So it's just to talk, all it's doing is just talking about um, family, the idea of God being fam- familial to us, 
like a father to us. And that's what's going on as a privilege in Christianity. So that's all it means. And uh, I'll be, you know, a father to you. It's just not saying there's another father out there. It's just a, a turn of a phrase. That's all. Okay. That's what it is. A turn of a phrase. Okay. That's well. All right, then. You have a good night. You too. Well, God bless, Troy. All right. All right. Well, let's see. We have, uh, I don't know, 10, 10, 12 minutes left in the show. I've got four, three open lines, 877-207-2276. Let's get to Tony from Greensboro, North Carolina. Welcome. You're on the air. Hey, good evening. How you doing? I hope you can hear there, me. I'm doing all right. Yes, I can hear you. A little background noise. You're on the freeway or some you're driving, but that's okay. Yeah. So what do you got, man? I drive a truck for the Postal Service, so I'm... I'm just calling in, you know, as a Christian. I'm. I just want your take on it. We've got these uh, family problems. We seem to have. It's my stepdaughter and my wife's daughter. And, uh, she. We were always so close, and then she got married. And grandkids come along. We've not saw them in two and a half years, and we've got the last time. I've got a son-in-law. You know, it obviously wants to preach to me about how man came from monkeys and gay was okay and. You know, and the last time we was there, I asked him four different times to agree to disagree, you know, and the Bible's watered down. I tried and tried to talk to him, but it, it bothers me that it's absolutely broken my wife's heart that I can only feel, you know, a certain void. And after that, there's only so much you can do. And one of the grandchildren was real small at the time, and, and uh, she ran into her in a store, and her, her, her smallest granddaughter looks up at her and smiles, and she's afraid to even talk to her. So it's a bad, wow. bad situation. I'm sure you've heard it before. And, yes. I, you know, my my way of saying it, I just took up for God, and I'm going to continue to, no matter what the cost. But, it, you know, we really don't know what to do. And, you know, we just, we, uh, <laughs> we're just kind of lost at that, and, you know, Christmas time mm-hmm. and all coming up. And, you know, she's having to deal with this even more so than me. And I really don't, you know, I'm out of, with, I just don't know anything else we can do except praying every day but you know it's not gotten any better and i don't think that it will you know because of the situation that that they're into so but anyway i just want your thoughts well, on well, that you know if there's any, yeah. well here's some things to think about okay first of all you got to pray all right and and when you pray yeah. be very yeah. specific in your prayer requests with god very specific in what it is that you're asking Okay, and not just generic, yeah. make it better. Yeah. Okay, that's one yeah. thing. But let's say you have a conversation with them and they say that evolution's true. Well, instead of battling them on that, which I could do, I know how to, but you could just say, well, does that mean Jesus didn't rise from the dead? If evolution's true, yeah. what do you do? What do you do about his resurrection still? Well, the Bible's corrupted. Well, actually, it's not. You're written early, and I go through all that kind of stuff. If they want to talk about homosexuality, and the you know they're, they're brainwashed and radicalized with the uh, alphabet mob mentality, then what I would do is uh, once you mute yourself, you got a lot of noise in the background. Okay, mute yourself on the phone. Yeah. Because okay? uh, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, yeah mute yourself. Yeah, and I, I can because it's it's so loud. Um, and so with the yeah, issue let me, of the, uh, let me see. Okay, let me with the issue. Okay, so Does that help I, guess, I guess so. I think so. All right. I think so. Oh. All right. So 
Okay. With the so, hum- so with the issue of the homosexual LGBT mob uh, crap that's that's coming around, all right, and everybody mm-hmm. thinks it's normal yeah. and it's good, I would still say, well, okay, what do you do? Uh, I hear what you're saying, but Jesus rose from the dead. What do you think about that? And this way, you're not not battling them on these issues for them. Now, I could do it, but you know, they don't want to be they don't want to be uh, gutted and cleaned and gutted. You know, I can do that with people. I know how to. No, that doesn't work here. Here's a problem. Here's a problem. You know, and all this stuff. But you know, okay, that's not going to help. Particularly in his family. So you just say, well, Jesus rose from the dead. What do you do with that? You know, because that tells me that what he said was true. I think that's important, whether you believe in evolution or homosexuality or not. He rose from the dead. So I think that's important. And you can just deflect everything else away and, you know, say, well, you know, you have that that opinion. And if they say, well, I don't want to talk about it, the Bible's corrupted. Well, have you studied that to see if it is? Because if he really did rise from the dead, that's important. Why is it so significant? And you ask a question that causes them to think, and that's you're done. Why is it so significant that he yeah. rose from the dead? So you could do stuff like that. I mean, okay. Yeah, sir. I've tried every conceivable way. Yeah, I just don't know. It's one of these things where you know I've tried to explain to him. It's like me rebuilding an engine. I've got a children's book on a much lower scale, and I'm just going to torque everything the way I want it instead of the way the book right. says, and then the engine flies apart. And, you know, well, maybe I didn't know as much as I thought I did, you know, and that's that's what I try. And, you know, my, my stepdaughter, she's saying, well, you know, he's got a right to his opinions. I said, opinions have no bearing on reality. I said, you do if we're talking about cars here, but when it comes to God and the Bible, opinions are all off. I said, just read the Bible and study it. You'll see what I'm trying to say, but, you know, I don't know. But, this but here's the point. thing. Christmas coming it, up. To say, yeah. okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So to say read the Bible yeah. may or may not work, but generally speaking, people who are into yeah. evolution and, and uh, the alphabet uh, mafia stuff, they, in the radicalization that's occurred, they don't want to hear anything about the Bible. So you say, read the Bible, you're not going to do that. So what I would like to do, like I said, is I've done this with atheists many times. We've argued about all kinds of stuff. And I'll say, can I just shift gears? Yeah, Jesus rose from the dead according to the eyewitnesses. What do you do with that? And that's a really interesting conversation because it gets right to the heart of the issue because I want them to face that. His resurrection proves what he said was true. And all they can do is dismiss it. I've tried that. he will not disagree with me on that. I mean, he says he's a, he believes in Christ, but yet, you know, and I told him, I said, homosexuality is an abomination in God's eyes. There's no other way to put it. And, and, and this gets to the point, like I said earlier, I've asked him like four different times, let's just agree to disagree because I'm never going to believe it. Yeah. He wants to push that stuff on me, and I'm not going to do it, and I'm standing up for God, and I know I'm right, and I'm going to, if I'm wrong, I'll apologize, but this is one thing that I know I'm not wrong on, so... You know, that's have how, him, I don't know, it's been going me. on ever since I've known him. So. Have him call uh, me on the radio show, and we can talk. Say, hey, there's this yeah. guy named Slip yeah. on the radio, he can talk to you about this stuff. But uh, the issue yeah. of homosexuality, sometimes what, what they'll do when I'm discussing this issue, is they will say, are homosexuals going to, to hell, Matt? Is that what homosexuals are? And my response is, everybody who rejects Christ is going to hell. Whether you're an adulterer, yeah. homosexual, a liar, or a really nice little old mm-hmm. lady, it doesn't matter. 
what yeah. matters is have you trusted in Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? If you have not, then everybody's going to go to hell who has rejected Christ, whether they're homosexual or not. And I, then I ask them, why exactly. do you? And I'll say, why do you elevate that particular action to a different level of the other ones and say this is how you're going to judge God and judge righteousness? Let's see. The problem with that is, and I'll throw this out really quickly. I say, you have to be in touch with a universal standard of morality. Where are you getting this from? You just say it's the right thing to do. Really? Who says? Show me the universal. Show me the, the transcendental necessity. Show me where it is out there in the universe that this is how it's supposed to be. You're just giving me an opinion, and you're entitled to your opinion. But so what? Yeah. I say. So I say yeah, you have a, I mean, you have nothing to stand on, depending on how deep I want to get with them. But I say you have nothing to stand on. You don't understand the issues here. You're just giving an opinion, and you want to force it on others, and you want everyone to comply to your opinion. And they'll say, "What's well, your opinion about yeah. homosexuality?" I say, "Well, mine comes from the Word of God." And, uh, you know, so again, Jesus rose from the dead. What are you going to do with that? And that's the kind of thing, you know, and you've got to get to the, the resurrection. If he says he believes in Christ's resurrection, then say, well, good. What does Jesus say about this? Just yeah, ask exactly. questions. Well, it's kind of like, you know, and I don't want to get off on the, the Catholic, but, you know, you, uh, you know, my understanding, please, you can pray someone into heaven after death. If that's the case, why did Jesus go to the cross for them? If you can just live like crap the rest of all your life, and then all of a sudden you got a you got a purgatory, or you can pray someone into heaven after they're dead. I mean, why did you know? That's kind of the way I understand it. I don't know. I'm not studied Catholic law, yeah. but that's, you know, I don't yeah, really get this You know, yeah, Catholicism is bankrupt. It's apostate. It's false. So you know. Don't use them as a standard. But uh, yeah. so, like yeah, there's it. just a lot. And just, just, I like the resurrection of Christ. Everything falls ultimately yeah. to that. Did he rise from the dead? Yes, he did. That proves what he said is true. And I have been using that more and more as a as a final stop for people I mean, when I discuss various things in all kinds yeah. of contexts. Okay? That's what I recommend. Give it a shot. Yeah. Okay? All right, brother. I appreciate you. God bless you. All right. See if you want, might want to call me up on the show. We could talk. You know, it could be polite. All right. Yeah. If I could get him to, if I could get him to do that, that would be great. But uh, uh, we'll, sure. we'll, I'll be glad, willing to try anything. You know, to help the situation. But you know, it's 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 kind of a it's a, just a sad one because we're getting older, yeah. and every day is yeah. a day less that you're going to, you know, and you're not going to know each other in heaven like you know each other here. I mean, I don't I don't believe you are. I know you're going to know each other, but. I believe it's going yeah, to be, be different. You know, I think Christ said in the Bible, yeah, that marriage is for people on earth. You know, so. Right, but anyway, God bless right. you. Thank you for your for your help, and you you have a blessed night. All right. Well, God bless. All right. Well, that was uh, Tony from Greensboro, North Carolina. Interesting discussion, and um, you know, folks. Uh, all the stuff that I know and all the Bible verses and the arguments and quotes from different thises and that's and I can out argue a lot of people that's not you know it's like hey notches in my Bible that's not it it's just that you got to come down to who's Jesus what did he do on the cross he rose from the dead and I've been focusing more and more on that just to say well okay you got all your arguments and I can answer them uh, but here he is resurrected what do you do with that and those are really interesting conversations. So it's something I'd recommend that people uh, do. Put it in, in your hat, you know, in your thought. You don't have to have all the answers, but you can ask that question to people. See what they say. There'll be all kinds of answers. 
Hey, there's the music. May the Lord bless you. I am out of here. And if you are so inclined, tomorrow you can listen at the same time. And may the Lord bless you. I hope you have a great evening. And uh, by His grace, we'll be back on here tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. God bless. Bye. Another program powered by the Truth Network.